When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He's he's set to join the group, so he's uh, so all, all but done. Uh, just waiting on sort of final, final documents, but I'm um, very excited to, uh, to to have him coming on board and and looking forward to the the impact he can have on the, on on the organisation. He comes with a with a built-in audience. He's uh, he's got an enormous uh, uh, media platform to to work with, and and you know we believe that um, you know a lot, a lot of Knicks fans are, are like-minded, and, and they'll be basketball fans and. So being able to sort of lean on Nick and, and get him involved in, in the club and, and the marketing and promotion of games, um, I think is going to be is going to be big. Get it together, man. Get it together. How are we going? JJ's having some. Oh, uh, we're doing our best, Corey. We're doing our best. Uh, that one on. The, oh, I mean, I should have brought someone down here with me. That was uh, that was Tommy Greer speaking about Nick Kyrgios's involvement in the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix ownership. Now, Corey Homicide-Williams, you spoke this into existence. You like to speak these things into existence. Now, you did have a little head start because you know Nick Kyrgios well, but what does this do for the NBL? How is this a good thing for the NBL? Tell us. First of all, I'd like to start off by saying Happy New Year to you gentlemen. First time I'm seeing you in Hang on. Uh, you too, Corey. 2023. It's the 12th of January. It's my first time seeing you. you. (laughs) It is. It is. Correct. Um, I think that it's an incredible thing. I mean, he's a a basketball lover. You know, he tells you all the time, like, I'd play pro any day. Like, I'm a basketball player that just is professional at tennis. I think uh, Mm. his passion, it's, it's due. It was well overdue for him to join an ownership group in the NBL. I mean, it just makes sense. Certain things just make sense. And this was one of them. Um, he is the hottest and one of the most talented, we know, um, tennis players in the world. And um, he's he's been on an incredible run since the last year with he and, you know, obviously, I don't, I don't want to say his name wrong. The, 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 Thomas? Who's that? Coco... Kokonakis. Since they won the doubles championship in Australian mm-hmm. Open, he's yes. been on a miraculous run. And the fan base is growing for him personally. And a lot of his fans are basketball fans as well. He single-handedly, he's like AI of tennis. He's, wow. he's just... Wow. Well, so it, it just makes sense for him and those fans to come on and Roll with the Phoenix. They have an all-star studded ownership group. Their ownership group is they ridiculous. Do. And it makes sense. We'll, uh, they'll probably beat some teams in the league, and we'll speak about that soon. Uh, Brisbane Bullets. Uh, oh what God. about um, – what will he bring? We'll get to them. What will he bring to the table? We, i got a feeling – I don't know him as well as you do, and that's why I'll ask you. What will he bring to the table? I don't think he's going to sit back and just be a silent owner. He's going to want to be involved. So what, what's, what's he going to bring to the table? I mean, he's sure going to bring uh, a lot of passion. <laughs> that's for sure. But I just think um, it's just going to be like uh, without – I guess it'll be some good cross promotion going on with tennis as well. And but outside of that, 
it's going to that's the first of the dominoes to fall. The great thing about it is we know he's a tennis pro and now he's an owner in the NBL. There's going to be other successful professional athletes that's not basketball players coming in to jump on board with ownership. That's what I believe is going to happen. And it's, sometimes it, it takes one person to do it, right? So I think after, after this news drops, other people are going to want to be owners of NBL teams. Why would you want to be an owner of an NBL team? Why would you what want to the, be an owner of – perks? I mean, what are the perks of being an owner of an AFL team? Well, you can't be an owner of an AFL team. The AFL loans everything, basically. Yeah. So yeah, it's a completely privatised the NBL what, compared to what? the AFL. But uh, is it like, in terms of like, financially, I'm guessing for, say, a, a, an NBL club like South East Melbourne may be worth 10 mil. And if he wants 10%, mm-hmm. he's up for a million dollars. Financially, do you get a, a return on investment or is it just purely because you can say, I own an NBL team? I think that... Um, in a situation like this, it's a flex too. Like, come on, yeah. man. Like, I own a yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. come on. You know what I mean? So that's it. That's and it. That's what I it's about. I don't think that's what it's about, though, but he's passionate in this sport that's growing. You know what I mean? Like, the NBL is like one of the hottest leagues in the world outside the NBA. That's a fact. So, if you can have an opportunity to be a part owner of a team in a sport that you are obsessed with, why wouldn't you? And it's also bringing you potential other businesses. That's that's why. Yeah, uh, why uh, do why do owners own teams? You know how much business they can get outside of the ownership. Yeah, so that's so a, many that's things. An, that's an attractive feature. So Definitely, you, your, your business connections. But is there a, so there's not a like a, a return on your investment unless Southeast Melbourne in 15 years time are worth 20 million dollars and he doubles his initial investment in that. You don't actually get a, a share of profit or anything like that. Well, I'm not I'm not in their books, so I don't know that aspect of it, but I I am more than sure people don't just go into ownership not and not get a ROI at some yeah. point. Maybe he's playing the yeah. long game. Mark That's what Cuban I would did do. Corey, well, didn't he? Let me yeah, yes, indeed. He's made a bit of money. There's plenty of uh, guys and girls who have done well from it. Hopefully, Nick Kyrgios is the same. Corey, let's, we've got to talk about it because I was excited. I didn't have anything on last night. I thought I'll lay down uh, on the bed and watch a little bit of TV. I'm going to watch the NBL. I'm, I've had enough of Felix on The Bachelor. I'm going to watch the NBL. Shout out to Felix. And shout out to Felix. Good luck to him. Uh, he looks like a bit of a player at the moment. But if he can just <laughs> relax on handing out roses and multi-dates multi, multi dates and all that stuff, we'll be all good. Now, the Brisbane Bullets, 67 to 116. They got trounced, hammered by the Kings. We know the Kings are good. I'm almost ready to give them the chip already. But the Brisbane you Bullets, shouldn't do that. what on God's green earth is going on in Bris Vegas? Because it ain't Bris Vegas at the moment. Well... Before you finish that statement, you said you are ready to, to give the Kings. You shouldn't yeah, do I'm that. Ready. You shouldn't I'm ready. do that. We can go back. We can get back to well, that shortly. Yeah, we'll um, circle back. Okay. Um, we just shot our podcast episode nine up front. It's out tomorrow, and I posted the score, and I just said like, I'm going to talk about this in depth on this podcast, and mm. we, I went, I went. Here's what I'm going to say. When you see a result like that, these things happen. I've been I've been blown out before. I've been I've been blown yeah. out before. But yeah, fifty points in a professional league, in a game where there's a forty minute game. 
I said at this point there needs to be the NBL needs to bring in regulation. Meaning the top the bottom two teams they need to go to NBL one and the two winners of NBL one <laughs> No, it's not funny. Like that that happens in professional leagues all over the world. You oh, no. look all <laughs> over Europe. Close. If you finish at the end, the bottom two, your ass is going second division. That's what needs to yeah. happen. Um, if I will, I, I'd blow up the whole thing. Blow up the whole thing. I'll bring back Gak. I'll bring back Mitchell. Everybody and and, and the, the best two young talented players. The young like the DPS. Everybody else, yeah, I'm blowing yeah. it all up. I'm blowing it up. So they're gone. How you get? There's yeah okay. There's some contractual things that you're probably gonna. Have I'm to blowing deal it up, there, but I'm blowing it up. You lose uh, by fifty. Ugly. I'm blowing it up. Yeah, it's ugly. I'm hearing that. It's ugly. Uh, let's okay. Now I said I'm basically ready to give the Kings the chip. I wouldn't do that. Can you please pres- present me a contender to the throne? They played Cans how many times? Three. They mm-hmm. lost to Cans in Cans. The first time yes. they played Cans, they won at the buzzer. On the buzzer, they won. Yes. Okay, so I'm not convinced that that's the team that you don't want to see. Cans have their number. They play the same style of play. They got somebody that can match up with Dejan Vasiljevic. They got somebody that can match up with Xavier Cooks. Okay. Everybody else is the same. That's the team they don't want to see in finals. So that's you've changed your tune on Cans then because you had some strong opinions on the Snakes after – the Keanu Pinder injury. No, you, no, you still no. think that they? You said that they couldn't win it. No, no, no. I said maybe, maybe he couldn't win MVP. Maybe I said something like that. But I never, I don't recall, I don't recall saying anything um, negative about the Taipans. I just, I'm actually surprised that when Kent, when Pinder went down, they actually won four straight. That was that was ex- they, uh, that was impressive. It was. Uh, they've got a good crew there. Tajir McCall, he's bounced back to form. He's in He's in great form at the moment. They're pretty deep. They've got DJ Hoags, one of the more unsung heroes. So I, I, I like what you're saying, but yeah, give me Xavier Cooks and Derek Walton Jr. any uh, time, anywhere, any place, anything you want to throw at me, I'm taking the Sydney Kings. They look very, very good. Um, we need to get to the news because... You said something uh, last week, the week before, at some stage about LeBron James that we just can't let you walk into that studio and walk out without touching on it. So uh, you are here, thanks to Tire Power, nothing but net on Kumo Tires. Let's take the news and then we need to talk about your statement about one of the best two basketballers that's ever played and the fact that he would struggle or not be able to score 30 points in the NBL. News, and we're back with that. Uh, we're here for Bird BMW. Start your year in a new BMW. And, of course, make no mistake, we are also here for Bluntstone. Rotoflex by Bluntstone. Stability meets the freedom to move. Now, Corey Homicide-Williams, he's with us all the way through to 5 p.m., unless he storms out in the meantime. You, I don't want to misquote you here, so I'm going to ask you to repeat what you said. What did you say about LeBron James and his scoring average if he were to play in the NBL, how many points did you say he would not average? I said if LeBron James played in the NBL and EuroLeague, he could not average 30 points per game. But let me, let's me let be clear. I was just, Are you walking uh, that back? 
No, no. I mean, can can I just say what I'm saying? <laughs> you ready to go? I see. I understand. He's ready. To I'm pounce. that guy usually. I know. I know. So basically, there's nobody in the NBL that can guard LeBron. LeBron would average no. probably about forty-five. Forty-five. Forty, forty-five. He'd average in the NBL. Um, you know why? Because that's the closest international league that's respected that is similar to the NBA style of play. So he'll have – see, here's what people don't know. Aside from ten things I can mention, the, the, the per possession, per team, you get 90 touches in the NBA. The NBL mm. you, is the closest. You get about 80 – Probably like 80 possessions, something like that. Those other leagues, high-level Europe, you get 70 to 75. That's 20 possessions less with eight minutes less time to play. NBA is 48. Overseas is 40. So you get 20 less possessions, eight less minutes. Let's put NBL aside. He would, he would, he would kill our league. There's nobody there to match up with him. Now let's go to EuroLeague. He couldn't average 30. It's a three-second rule. Ooh. The, the three-second rule is out the window. You could sit in the paint, right? Yeah. I don't oh care God. who you are. You getting subbed out in EuroLeague. Them coaches, they got good players. You, they don't rely on one player. That's not the style of play there. Am I correct? Uh, yes, you are correct. Okay. You think them referees is going to blow the whistles like they do in the NBA for LeBron? You crazy. Probably not. You no, know, what do you mean probably not? You crazy. I would. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's so many different um, variables. The ball's a little bit different. The court's a little bit smaller. Exceptional hooper, but at 30 years old, LeBron James is not averaging 30 points per game in EuroLeague. Nobody does. Nobody in EuroLeague does. What about in his prime? Not even. Now, that's yeah, another question. That's another question. Oh. In his prime, Bron, Bron a killer in his prime. Hang on, how far off? The, the, how far the, off? The, He's thirty-eight. James, yeah, I know. Prime? Don't worry about that. That's yeah, you know, that's just a number. It's just the birth certificate is purely a number. Have you seen the man? Thirty points per game in Euroleague is not happening. I've seen him. Okay. Okay. Well, well, well. well <laughs> no, but he, he's still putting I'm up. Glad you said he's still putting up good numbers. In the NBA, one hundred percent, and his Unbelievable. his athleticism is down because he is thirty eight years of whoa, age. But whoa, so, whoa, 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 whoa! Well, well <laughs> he's on. not only just. Well, I think he's stronger and more powerful now. But he's in terms of like pure athleticism and burst uh, and speed. It, that's not where he's at twenty five years of age. So like, he ain't so, glued to the floor either. Yeah. But, <laughs> the, 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 so, so what? What would make it harder for him? Now then, compared to in his prime. I just think that it's a different game over there. Like, we're going to double you. We're going to get the – they're going to get the ball out of his hand because he's so great. The spacing is not there. That's there in the NBA. You are allowed to play one-on-one in the NBA. I was just listening Mm. to – there were so many things out there on social media. And it's not me talking. Like, Isaiah Thomas was just – I was just listening to something with Isaiah Thomas – that used to be with the Boston Celtics, right? He was like runner-up for MVP or if he didn't get injured, whatever, right? Young superstar, yeah, he, he yeah. was a star. Borderline superstar for the Boston Celtics. He said, AA, it's AAU basketball on steroids. That's what he called the NBA. That's the only league where 
you are allowed to play one on one, and you are these are some of the most unguardable people one on one, and you're allowed to play one on one. The lanes are wide open. That's why you're able to get a million dunks, a million layups. Like no one plays defense till finals. Y'all know this. No one plays defense till when playoffs. These yep. numbers are inflated. Uh, that, Luca said. Luca said. I don't even watch NBA. <laughs> I watch Euroleague. Why? Luca also it's said it's too yeah. easy. <laughs> you crazy? <laughs> Luca also said NBA is too easy. <laughs> NBA is easy to score. The man just had 60, 21, and ten. You ever seen a you ever seen a stat line like that? Never. No, no not since you were Not now a lifetime. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the other day, how many people had forty? They dropping forty pieces like it's twenty. Yes. Come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah, I'm hearing you. I haven't seen 60, 20, and 10 since Ever. you were playing at Rucker nah, back in the day. I never even um, dropped that. Let's, Shit. Let's, I mean, I ain't Luca, but you know what I mean? Like, 60, that's a hell of a stat line. Unbelievable. It's, it's but then when you bad. hear his it's, remarks, than, but then you hear his remarks. That's yeah, almost yeah, like yeah. disrespecting that, that, yeah. the job that he has. In fact, he is. <laughs> I don't even watch this. I watch EuroLeague. It's too easy here. He's disrespecting his yeah, job yeah. in front of y'all faces. He is. But fans can't see it. He is. He can say whatever he wants. He's Luka Doncic. Uh, Giannis too. Oh, Giannis said it too. Giannis said it too. He's European as well. They're biased. <laughs> Europeans <laughs> are running the NBA. Let's, <laughs> let's get to a break. Nikola Jokic probably said it too. Jokic be smoking cigarettes. Damn. Jokic got himself in shape. Come on, man. <laughs> Um, uh, I want to. I want to speak about. Uh, I want you to listen to what Simon Mitchell had to say about Mitch Creek and not getting some calls because I reckon you suffered some of the same stuff when you were getting to the rack for the Townsville Croc. So, quick break, and we're going to come back with Simon Mitchell and Mitch Creek on the other side. Oh, I think it falls throughout the league. Some of the the, the stronger players, um, you know, when they're doing matched up favourably uh, down in the block, they, they they receive a little extra treatment. Um, so I think that's probably something throughout the league. It's, it's, it's not just exclusive to Mitch, but it's something that uh, we certainly want to see rectified. Uh, welcome back to The Run Home. Josh Jenkins, Adam Cooney, and the 2010 NBL Most Valuable Player, Corey Homicide-Williams, if you do not mind. Uh, Corey, when you were at the peak of your powers, you like to get downhill and get to the rack and finish strong. But you're a strong dude. You played at about 100 kilos, I think. Uh, did you ever feel the same as what Simon Mitchell's saying, that because you're strong, sometimes you would get fouled, but the referees would just assume that, you know, he's a big, strong guy, he could handle it, and you would miss out on some calls because of that fact? 100%. And also, there was a lot of charges that weren't charges. Because I went to the basket and I would overpower my opponent, you know, some of them would flop all the time, and the referees would yeah. would reward that. And it would be a frustrating thing. But, you know, as, as a good player, you're going to have to adjust. You know what I mean? That That's just what it is because bitching and complaining ain't changing nothing. So, you know, as have a you, player I'm talking about, like me as a player, I'm yeah. not talking about Simon Mitchell's comments, but I'm just saying, like, that's what happens. You know what I mean? You just got to go on to the next play or figure out a way to – um, keep moving after that or adjust. You know what I mean? So that's what that's what he's mm-hmm. going to have to do. Do you like to hear that from a coach? Sticking up for his player? Yeah, for sure. You need to know that your coach got his back, got your back, and you know, you'll know you actually go harder with knowing that you have the support 
from uh, the organization, the coach, and your teammates? Uh, a big doubleheader tonight. We oh, spoke to Scott, wow. Scott Roth yesterday. The Breakers and Melbourne United, mm. and there are a lot of teams who just have to win these ball games. They have to win these ball games, and then at 7.30, Tasmania host Adelaide. Uh, let's start with the Breakers and Melbourne United. Uh, uh, the Breakers just going to be too good at home. Can Melbourne upset and pinch one of these games that they really got to pinch? You know what? Um, my tune has not changed regarding Melbourne United. The fact of the matter is they're just too good right now, but it's too late. Too good, okay. too late. They're going to just miss out. Um, the best thing that Melbourne United need to do is, of course, obviously go hard and attempt to. Um, but, like, lightning needs to strike three times in the same place for them yep. to get in. Like, some craziness got to happen with all the other teams, right? Will they win tonight? Uh, I don't hard. think so. I don't think so. Mm. Especially with New Zealand coming off a tough loss in Perth. Uh, I think Melbourne United need to hurry up and re-sign Marcus Lee. He's been great for them. Every game, mm-hmm. he's gotten better. And I think they need to hurry up and re-sign Ray John Tucker and give him an NBA out clause. That guy, if he came into the league like he's playing right now, he could be MVP of the league. Mm. Because this situation would be different. They would have been winning a lot. right? If they had this team now in the beginning of the year, Easy. Like, that. You, that's championship contending team, for sure. You didn't mention the third import. Is he getting re-signed, or are we looking at our options there with XRM? I think uh, the way it started is he's in a tough space. He's in a tough space because the way it started, due to Shea Illy being injured, he steps in, plays mm. heavy minutes, his numbers are he's leading the team in, in damn near everything, right? Mm. And then Shea Illy, but they're losing. But Shea Illy comes back in, steadies the, not only steadies the ship, they begin ascending. So his minutes get cut ridiculously, right? He went back to the role mm. that he was brought here to play in the beginning. So it's hard to see like, damn, you know what I mean? I'm putting up these numbers, doing my thing, but now... I'm not even having that real opportunity again, and it's a, it's a tough position to be in. So um, I personally believe, you know, that, that re- not relationship, but after his contract, I think he's going elsewhere. We don't often see Melbourne United in this position. Never. Uh, and you're saying that the roster they have now is the, sh- the strongest it has been for, for a long period of time. No, what, no, what I, mean, put... I mean this, oh, this season, season. This season, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this season, of course. So what do you put that down to? What's your theory on... Fall away from United. I just think that the way it began, they had the wrong import in, right? You got Shaley injured. You got the wrong import in Jordan Caroline. Um, Tucker wasn't hitting the perimeter shot. It takes time to adjust. You're not just coming in hitting the ground running with so many key players um, either injured or not in form, right? You you lose the best three local locals you could have had yeah you didn't plan on losing jack white you didn't jla you knew was was leaving but delhi like and it happened late in the Mm -hmm. in the off season which means what you can't fill those spots that quick those are unfillable spots so that was the biggest issue in the first place so um i think they're really good though right now but it's just too late yeah, I'm, 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 I'm hearing you. Uh, just quickly, because we're going to get to a break, we've got to let you go. You've got places to be, people to see. Uh, the How'd second you know that? game tonight. 
Because you always do and you <laughs> yeah. always have. Yeah, we're on the uh, move too after this. We're on the move. <laughs> Tazzy, Tazzy hosting Adelaide. This is an interesting game. In a sentence, who wins and why? Whew. Flip a coin, mate. Flip a coin. Mm. And I ain't the flip a coin kind of guy. But, like, <laughs> Adelaide, they need this win. Right? Yep. And and yep. Tazzy, Tazzy's a good team. You know, I, I in the beginning of the season, I gave you guys, not you guys, but I gave Australia – I'll say 10 reasons why to believe in the Jack Jumpers, and we're seeing it. We are mm-hmm. seeing it. They have a chance to potentially finish top four. And, wow. uh, you know, them at home, right? They're at home, right? They're at yeah. home tonight, yeah. Yeah, they're at home. They're, they're tough. You know, they're coming off a bad loss. Melbourne United went down there and handled business. I've never heard that arena that quiet in its inception of that, that organization. So I know they'll be up and about today. Uh, so New Zealand hosting Melbourne United at 5.30 and then at 7.30 Tasmania hosting the Adelaide 36ers. Corey, you've been here thanks to Tire Power where three pointers are worth four Kumo tyres. Buy three, get one free mm. at Tire Power. You've been superb. I wish we could have been in the same building, but maybe this time next week we will be. Thanks to you and uh, good luck with the people you're about to go and see and do whatever else with. Shaking hands and kissing babies. You know me. <laughs> Fellas, we love it. absolute we love pleasure. It. Have a good one. Talk to you. Peace. Corey Homicide Williams, our guest. We'll be back on the other side to wrap this baby up.